Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash US slash get QR code. This is episode number 107 with our guest, Nick Pereira. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing, hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Hey there, guys. Thanks for joining us and tuning right into The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Josh Carey. How would you like to marry the science of sales and influence with spirituality beautifully? Well, that's exactly what our guest today is all about. His unique ability to take complex processes and present them in simple, actionable steps has translated into bottom line results for his students. Meet Coach Nick. As one of the most captivating trainers to hit the stage, Coach Nick is a dynamic energy that is highly sought after resource for inspired entrepreneurs around the world who are looking to have a greater impact, grow their missions, and create a lifestyle for themselves all at the same time. His programs include the Sales Accelerator Program, where you can perfect that number one skill we all need, sales, the Freedompreneurs Club, where you can build your coaching or healing business, and the Servant's Way, his keynote training, perfect for your next event. Gosh darn it. Help me welcome Coach Nick Pereira. What's doing? (laughs) Hello, good man. Good. You know what I like about that? The, the whole piece of that, that was amazing uh, because I wrote it. So I know it was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's supposed to sound like I wrote it. Oh, oh, sorry. Did I just blow that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I really I know, liked about funny? that whole thing. You wrote was, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole thing was, uh, I think when you said, gosh, darn it. Gosh, darn it. <laughs> and that just was my that's ori- not a usual saying. Which is, I know, I know. It's, Gosh darn it. <laughs> I know. It's, um, it's like jovial, right? It's, uh, it's quirky, perhaps. It is, but that it's is, you. That is the, hey, we can go down that road for an hour. That yeah. is the one piece I contributed to this. Interesting. Gosh darn it. Help me welcome. Well, why did I say gosh darn it? Who knows? But let's talk about a couple of things right here. I love bringing sales into this conversation. First of all, I love spirituality and personal growth and development and everything that we're going to frame around this, your yeah. world. But I love how there's just no apology bringing sales into this. And I want to hear how you feel about the word in the regard that 
some people, some entrepreneurs push back and they hate that. And they're like, no, I don't like to sell. I can't sell. I hate salesmen, I, all that stuff. So how have you, how have you made it accessible? But by sharing the essence of sales, by taking it, uh, there's a, you know, Mahatma Gandhi had a quote, simple living, high thinking, simple living, high thinking. And that quote was adapted by uh, our spiritual master uh, in the Hare Krishna order. Um, we, you know, very much uh, adapted that and adopted that. And, and I have too. I really like think it's a cool uh, way to look at things, simple living, high thinking. So um, when you achieve, uh, not that I've achieved this at any level, but when you've achieved, I guess, a little as you move forward a little, the needle moves forward a bit, um, you start to see things in simpler ways. Uh, the mind is very complex. It creates very complex processes and systems generally. Uh, but life actually is pretty simple uh, with the mind, which is full of um, egoistic desire and you know story and all kinds of funky stuff that it's got going on kind of dilutes the simpleness of it so when we bring back selling to its simplest or its root we see that selling was nothing more than hey josh nice to meet you man i'm, I'm happy we're living the same village hey can i trade you some of that wheat you got over there. Can I, can I trick, can I give I got an extra cow, man, just sitting here. I'll give you this cow and you give me some of that wheat. And is that, and that, you know, it's win-win. We both win. And well, Josh, you want to trade? Sure. Boom. It's done. Sales. There, there it is. It just, it just happened. Sales is about going out and trading and creating opportunities which is a natural function of life. When, 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 the, when, the, when the bird leaves its nest to go get something and come home, it, it's essentially doing business. It's moving a resource. When the ant leaves, uh, uh, or let's say the bee goes from flower to flower to flower, it's like moving resources, right? So as entrepreneurs, we move resources. Wow. Particularly it, uh, coaches, we move, we move resource in the form of knowledge. We move education, which is a valuable resource, one of the most, if not the most valuable resource on the planet, but is sometimes underutilized like, or undervalued. It's not as shiny, you know? Which came first for you? The, uh, the sales, were you a salesperson that became into the spiritual realm and world or the opposite? And then you said, hey, this, this entity needs a sales aspect. Yeah, you know, again, it's, it's um, uh, 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 the easy answer is sales into spiritual. Okay. The, the more answer is I have no idea because actually like, it's just, it's, it's, everything is spiritual in its essence. Everything has a spiritual source or nature to it. So actually it's like, well, you know, this was just like, it's like a form of self-discovery. Everything is designed to simply help us elevate our consciousness. So our businesses or our nature actually helps us do that. If we see it that way. 
Most people don't see it that way. So what I what I was a sales guy because I was more I wasn't attracted to selling. I was attracted to freedom. What I was really looking for is freedom. It's still what I'm looking for. It's what what does it even mean to be free? What is that? We've killed nations and we've declared nations and we've you know sang songs freedom you know <laughs> like you know we've this word penetrates our society are we free am i free so this is the real question that drives me so am i a sales guy no but you know what i realized that at one level Sales is a skill that provides a certain type of freedom. I'm not telling you it provides the whole gamut of freedom that can be experienced, but I'm telling you it provides a certain type of freedom. And if you can at least achieve this type of freedom, which I'm going to call a material type of freedom, free yourself up from the J-O-B or free yourself up from struggling in your coaching healing business, in your entrepreneurial venture, and start getting to the good stuff, start getting to the relaxed, creative building. From the people you work with, what do you see in that sales regard when they're first coming to you? What is their biggest roadblock that you have to help them through to successfully achieve the level of sales skill that is needed for them? It's lack of just knowledge. Just that's it. All I see is a lack of knowledge because it is, it is like uh, we are trained a certain way. We are trained to be employees. We are trained, you know, uh, I went to school just like you went to school. Ring the bell, get in a line, go in the class. You're there for an hour and 15 minutes. Ring the bell, go in a line, get in the class, right? Like, this is it. This is the routine that you've been taught. You may think you were there learning geography and you were learning math. I still don't know math. I got an accountant. <laughs> That's the entrepreneurial math. Get an accountant, right? Okay, right, right, right. Um, you know, uh, but here's, but here's, here's, here's why I'm saying that is that. It, see, it, that's what you learned. You didn't learn geography and you didn't learn math. That's not what they're teaching. They're teaching a a a way of operating. You get to, you get to school at 8.15, get in the line, get in class, do work, get a break, go get another hour and a half, get a lunch break, get another hour and a half, get a break, go, boom, go home, go home, eat dinner, watch TV, go to sleep, come back, do it again. You know what that makes? A world of slaves. There's no self-expression in that. Right now, me and you, we're sitting Two o'clock my time, east of you, Josh. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're here doing something that we love to do, having a conversation that we love to have, getting jazzed up about it, having a bromance at two in the afternoon. But what are most people doing? What, are, what is most of the world doing right now? They are somewhere that they don't want to be. Most of them are with people they don't necessarily even want to be with. They are, they are completely operating in that same manner. 
they're getting up, they're hitting the drive-through, they're getting the coffee, right? They're getting the, the, you know, it's like, and then people go, I wonder why I feel trapped. Well, you feel trapped because you're the, 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 the current way that society is operating entraps you at a material level. You have spiritual sovereignty, though, over your soul. You have some sovereignty. If you learn to exercise that sovereignty, you'll learn to live a different lifestyle. That's what being a freedompreneur is all about. It's about, hey, hold on a sec. I'm, I, this is a life that I've been given, not to sit in your cubicle and, you know, just, just, you know, just kind of like hand feed up the chain, you know? You some, some people might say that's egotistical, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, no, let's just get back to nature. I'm not saying I want to be at the head of the chain. It's not that. It's not, it's not, go, don't, you know, now come follow me. Now come be part of my system. No, I'm saying just go do you. And, you know, that might look like getting back into some kind of community, getting back because you're going to need help to do you. It might look like just being a little bit more natural, living a little bit more natural. But use it. We have great technology. Use the technology in a way that uplifts, that inspires. You, like me, are creating your, your brand, your business, your vision, your voice, sort of walking the walk. You know, you have your own yeah. show, you're putting out your own content, you're doing your thing. How important is story through everything we do? <laughs> well, this is just one, but we just living in a big story. All of it is a big story, right? This is just, it's, it's a story that we're telling and we forgot that we were telling it. And we also forget that we are, we are, we can write a story, but we are still dependent on ink and paper. So meaning we can write a story, but we're dependent on the interaction of a bigger force. Some people call that force God. I call it God. I call it Krishna. I've known God at, through Jesus Christ, um, uh, uh, through the Prince of Egypt. That's a good story. Do you know the Prince of Egypt? That uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. Uh, the Disney, the Disney, the Disney movie of um, oh my goodness, Moses. Right. All of these, all of these ancient stories and scriptures. I say ancient, but also you know there are things being written right now that are as as profound as as some of the ancient uh, uh, writings. All saves this similarly the same things they it's it appears like they're saying different things because they are speaking at different times for different people in different ways and different languages and different like eras where life just look completely different like you got to think about that that even 50 years ago 100 200 years which is not a long time this wasn't even in anybody's awareness that this was possible. Right? You got to like think about that we live right now in a world. You asked the question earlier about are you winging it? Uh, yeah, we live in a world right now where everything is so fresh. We have more information at our fingertips oh, yeah. than ever before. It's coming at you quickly. 
at the world is just coming at you and and you got so much and then and then you 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 trying to keep up with it all oh you i gotta keep up i gotta keep up i gotta keep up but in this keeping up we're losing ourselves we're losing we don't even we can i can't sell no of course you can sell you ask for things you did it what do you mean you can't sell you i asked people i said have you been are you married they exactly. Say, they say, yeah, I'm married. I'm like, dude, you just, you, you, that's the greatest sale ever. I know. You like, sold 10 minutes ago. You're still selling. You're going to sell again uh, to your children, uh, you know, in 10 minutes now. And you're, you're, well, yeah, you, 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 like if you got married, you actually, somebody actually said, yes, I will spend the rest of my life with you. You think that wasn't a difficult sell? Have you ever met you? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your, uh, religions, however you want to phrase that, because you, you, you had, um, it seems like you have a, um, a timeline of some, you said something about Jesus, you mentioned Krishna, which I think is current. So, so you went through a variety, which is, current, of, I love it. Well, <laughs> which, is which is the now. Where are you at now? Yeah. Where are you at right now? Yeah. I, think, I think Krishna is your now, right? No. Yeah. It's now yeah. ask me again in five years. We'll see yeah. where I'm yeah, I think what I'm, you went through, and, and then bring us to the religion slash spiritual awakening or yeah journey. Sure, sure. So, um, so remember that the question is about freedom. That's that the question for me wasn't about sales. Though. Wait, freedom of what? Or well, just freedom. Like I just this feeling. I just wanted like just ever since. Okay, in high school, I was just tensed. You know, just like. Just tense, right? Like, just tense, right? I, I see you with the beard, by the way, in high school. It's like, yo, why does, why does Nick have the beard? I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't grow this beard. This beard is fresh. <laughs> and there's a secret to this beard that, that will just blow. And it's a secret to sales, too. What? If, Are you if I tell you this secret as God, look. Yes. Homie. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. Come in, right. If I tell you this secret, it will totally transform your life. And when I, when I forget this secret, uh, I notice that uh, I'm not as powerful as I can be. The secret to what? Growing that, that beard? It's, and sales. Okay, go ahead. And, and losing weight and, Ooh. you know, whatever. It's, it's the secret. It's the, it's the elixir. It's the, it's the cup of life, you know? <laughs> if, if you will. Yeah, go ahead. I'm so ready. You want to know what it is? Okay. Whew. Okay. It's your semen. <laughs> test, test, test. I told you you'd love, you'd love the answer. Uh, yeah. No, do we? Do you want do me we, to elaborate or? I was gonna say, do we, do we go left or do we go right? We can go anywhere you want, man. You, I could tell you about it. We could just move on and just leave it like that. It's totally up to you. It's your show. Well, well, we'll leave it like that for the sake of time. Okay, sounds good. So that, <laughs> I think I know exactly what you mean though, in all seriousness, it's, it's yeah. a, um, it's a what, what you're talking about is a uh, sexual energy? That's it, yeah. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? 100%, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, the, the, the key, the key uh, for uh, the, the beard growth and also uh, being able to have uh, uh, um, movement to be able to move things in this world to be able to make things happen in this world is your sexual energy uh, sexual energy is represented in like you know in the Hare Krishna or you know uh, Vedic tradition by it Lord is? Brahma really? right 
yeah, Lord Brahma, Lord Brahma's passion, right? It's the, the mode of passion. Passion moves things. Passion moves the, the world, right? Um, it's need, it, there's a, another mode uh, called the mode of goodness. And this mode is tames the passion. So it doesn't get out of control and wild. Passion untamed is like fire untamed. It can burn down a city, but fire properly harnessed can light up and heat a city. Right. So passion is like that. Uh, it needs to be coupled with some, you know, training. So most so we have to remember that the basics of life is sex. All right. So this is this is, you know, I told you I like to get to the, like, what is the essence of sales sales, the essence of sales, like the essence of life is sex. Okay. Um, but it's an attraction factor. There's something there that I want or I desire. So the idea of selling is that we have to understand that people desire to have their problems solved. Okay. So when you know that they desire to have problems solved and you have solutions to those problems, you are now perfectly aligned and set up to sell. And it doesn't feel salesy. It feels like attraction because you're actually helping people. You're saying, let me help you. I can, I can, I can help you generate sales. Why? Because I study, I like sales, like, like an engineer likes, I don't know, whatever an engineer engineers, right? A bridge. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Like in that way, because it's like, and, and actually, you know, it comes down to, uh, it comes down to sex. It comes down to attraction. So I say the secret to the beard. And the secret to sales is semen because actually uh, when we are able to, uh, as men, when we're able to retain and transmute our sex energy, it actually fuels us and we become more in our male energy. And to grow a big business, you actually have to have a male energy. Possible for women. Of course, I'm not talking about whether you're in a male body or female. I'm not talking about it on a physical level. I'm talking about energy. What is the energy? We both encompass male and female energy. Male energy is the let's structured, form, get it done, move things forward. Female energy, nurturing, supportive, right? You know, like compassionate, um, beautiful, quality intelligence even right like in that sense of like okay what what you know there's a balance there uh right so in in ourselves to generate to get good at generating sales we have to invoke that energy we have to become it now men generally now we're speaking completely like on just about men is that we um we, according to Ayurveda, the very essence of who we are materially is semen. Because that is what carries the best of your proteins and enzymes and everything. When you hold your semen or, you know, and you learn to transmute that energy, then what ends up happening is you become fueled with energy. This energy is attractive. And it fuels you from a material standpoint. It literally let me grow a thicker beard. I tried growing a beard before, but it was all like thin and just like, <laughs> look like rat hair, just like, you know, kind of <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this. I can't have a beard. Then I started practicing uh, forms of uh, sexual transmutation practices. 
And one of the things I was able to do was grow a beard really quickly, thickly, because essentially I have more sex energy running through me. So I'm also, so I'm also, so, so I'm just uh, uh, a little bit more like charged up and then you direct that charge to whatever you want to create and it'll, you know, it'll come, it'll come into fruition. Just be careful though. You're harnessing fire. So you could get burned. Let's talk about, or, <laughs> was that what you were expecting? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> Let's talk about organically growing a social media following or your business or a client base. In your case, connect the dots for us. I know one of your business fan pages organically has over 13,000 fans how yeah what's the what's the deal with that how do we do that shows the deal is shows exactly shows. what you're doing right now yeah podcasts shows videos um, videos content, yeah. content right tips um, tutorials yeah 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 good content good content um and that's where like that whole like you know unique content you know what it's so you know we were talking a little bit about this authenticity everybody's like high jumping on the authenticity bandwagon they're like ah, authenticity everybody's just doing that right like it's like you gotta be authentic how many people are saying how how do you do yeah. it? Yeah, like, like, what does that mean? Okay, what I, does that I, mean? Right, I'm willing, but like, what do you mean? How, yeah, what do you mean I told it. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm not authentic. Of course, I'm authentic. No, you're not. No, I'm not. That's the most authentic thing I could tell you is I'm not authentic. <laughs> it's like I, in the sense of this. Okay, like right now we're chatting, we're doing our thing, but I'm on a podcast. I know I'm on a podcast. So there's a self-awareness. And a so self there's an awareness. Yeah, there's a, this right. awareness of like, oh, you know, like, come on, Nick, try to be funny. They might like you. Uh, make sure you mention the Freedom Preneurs Club. They might want to buy from you, right? You know, it's like these like- hey, this is the most authentic thing you've said yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> let's pull back the curtain of what's going on. Yeah, but I know it. what you're saying. You're saying that we, we have to also acknowledge that we have to be authentic for the situation. Totally. Like, right, like right. I might be putting on a, a persona but it's to serve this show and the it's medium proper. and the message, right? It's proper. It's I'm proper being use of the ego. Right. right. Proper it's, use of the ego. Go on. Okay. So, so most people look at the ego as bad, but, but actually there's in yoga, we don't look at anything as bad. It's just, it's just either being used properly or not properly. Meaning, meaning this, like if I, if I use the knife, properly i'm gonna you know i'm gonna be able to cut my vegetables very easily and smoothly if i take the knife and start hammering it against the wall the improper use of the knife then when i go to cut a vegetable i can't cut a vegetable i can't even cut a tomato you know it can't, can't cut through anything why because i've dulled it so this is improper use of the knife okay so the the mind and the senses are should to be used properly the ego is a function given to you so why don't hate anything that's been given to you, right? You know, oh, I got to get rid of this ego. Why? That's just only because it's causing you trouble. If it was causing you bliss, you would love it, right? So we have to know what is the proper use of the ego. The proper use of the ego is to use it in a way that is beneficial or of service. Engage it. So my ego likes recognition. And is this big, by the way? 
It's freaking huge, man. It's massive, right? So, so your ego likes recognition. Go on. Loves recognition. It loves and people go, oh, man, you're so awesome. Coach Nick, you're so inspiring. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> right? But but the, but there's a part of me that understands, yeah, I'm not really do like, I'm not really that inspiring or anything like that because actually I'm a human like you, right? Like, you know, uh, I have, uh, I like to uh, binge watch Netflix sometimes. I like to, uh, you know, whatever, like, you know, oh, I eat out, right? See, as yogis, we're not supposed to eat out. Oh my gosh, I eat out, right? Right, like, you know, so you see all these things like, but, but over time, there's a shame that's built up around all of these incongruencies and such because we're all trying to be perfect, right? Mm. We're all trying to put a... This, or to fit a mold. We're, to fit, we're fitting a mold, right? Because we hate that somebody's not going to like us. We hate that someone's, you know, some, somebody's going to watch this and say, oh my gosh, this guy is a, you right. know, blah, 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 or whatever, right? You know, everybody's going to have their, everyone criticizing. So all of this, all of this fear. So we end up trying to live our life trying to like not disturb anybody that's like it's like we try to live like this like okay i don't i'm not i hopefully if i just play small think small be small i'm going to avoid disturbance that was my life yeah yeah but you don't actually avoid disturbance oh, you no. just create an inner disturbance because your inner world is going what the fuck you doing yeah why are <laughs> right? you doing this that was why are you doing this? i was angry yeah. and miserable because i was doing it that's right. Yeah. And, and it's just like this perpetual cycle of beating yourself up. Why am I, why am I like this? I shouldn't be like this. Then you beat yourself up more. That's right. Right. This perpetual, we all do it. So what we have to do is that's improper use. That's like improper use of the mind. It's like improper use of the knife. So now when you try to go create something that you do want, you can't because it's, it's, it's like, it, it's dull. It's been dulled by the improper use. Beauty is the mind can be healed almost like, like so quickly, but it takes a certain amount of commitment. Go ahead. Okay. Engage now yourself in something in, in, in become aware, adopt a meditation practice that allows you to become aware of the you that uh, allows you to be aware of how you're using your mind at a moment to moment basis and have strong enough willpower to exercise its proper use until its proper use becomes the norm and you don't even it's becomes just you're just you just get taken that way because unconsciously you've crossed the threshold that's just who you are boom you're just a, you're just a joyful abundant person now, now that you've hit a certain level of that, selling is what's selling. Selling is like, yeah, don't worry, man. I'm going to sell something. I'd go, go online, talk to some people, connect with some people, jump on some podcasts. See who I could help. See who I can help, connect. Boom. You talk to 10 people, two to three of them become clients, right? Yeah. You make 10 grand. You go to the club, you make it rain. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah, want, but, exactly. Let's yeah. talk about that. The, uh, the client part, um, put it into perspective for you specifically. And then everybody listening could apply it for themselves. How do you help people 
not only identify their ideal client, but then figure out the ideal offer, right? Which is that final piece of the puzzle. So how do you do it in your perspective and that we could use in our own businesses? Yeah, sure. So uh, uh, as a foundation, you want to know what the specific audience is. That's what you're asking. How do you identify that? Well, one way to identify the audience is to look at what problem do you solve? Right. I, for me, solve a sales problem, people who need to learn how to generate sales in their business. And because of my spiritual nature, I tend to attract spiritual entrepreneurs. I've, I've worked with non-spiritual entrepreneurs, but majority of people that come to me have a spiritual, at least curiosity. So they're interested in how I explain and these that. And right, and they want to kind of like you know how do you how do you integrate spirituality and building a business? They're kind of like struggling with that. So so I'm a good fit. Um, so so uh, identify the problem and then see who you resonate with. So I solve a sales problem and I and I resonate with other people who are you know have a philosophical nature to them where they want to they're inquisitive they discuss they're curious about life so we want to get together and we want to discuss and be curious about life this is what the philosophers this is what um uh, uh i can't remember the other big greek guy with a beard i think his beard was a lot whiter <laughs> yes socrates. One of them. socrates sure let's go with him that's Fine. what they did. Sounds good, right? Right. I, I failed uh, we'll just history. Up history. Yeah. 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 I, didn't, so, yeah. <laughs> I didn't show up to history class. I, I right. got D minuses at best in history. But let's say Socrates. That's right. Sure. That's right. Socrates sounds. It's a name of history. Sounds right. good. Sounds it smart. Sounds right? sound. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we'll go with it. But that's what the you know that's what philosophers did. It's it's now what philosophers are doing it. But now what's cool about this age is we can jump on. You see, they could only like they could only get together in their neighborhood. So actually, their philosophies were all still culturally influenced by the same culture. But for the first time, we can get together with other philosophical thinkers and cross culture. I can talk to a, a person in Russia now. I can talk to someone. I can talk to a Hare Krishna, then I could talk to a Muslim, then I could talk to a Christian, then I could talk to a left wing, a right wing, a, a gang member, a KKK member, and Jeez. we can just we can let's do what it. A let's, show, right? Totally. That is the that is the that is the round circle of round circles, right? Yes. And and so we let's do it, and and that's what I want to do, and 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 have conversations with every type of person out there. And that way we can also build a lot of bridges. Like so many bridges can be built by, by, by converse, by a conversation. And this day and age, social media is allowing us to do it. Now, if you love to do that and you want to do that and say, geez, I really want to do that. I wish I could do that all day long. Then great. Learn to build a business behind it. What, what mantra do you live by today? I live by a Sanskrit. <laughs> I think what you're asking me is like some kind of like, like okay, the, the, the mantra that I actually live by right now in my life is, is a Sanskrit language called the Hare Krishna mantra. 
I see. So I'm actually using so it asking, like a like a business entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right, right. But but, like, but you are the last person to use that word to. I realize that's right. you're like you you're want like, me oh, to do mantras for you right now. <laughs> well, well, actually, spell that out for me. What what does it literally mean? What am I literally asking? Okay, well, what is your literal no. answer in okay, that Sanskrit? So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say the mantra and then I'll give you uh, an interpretation of it. I love yeah. it. Uh, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari. Okay, Hari uh, refers, we could say, to the divine feminine or the energy of God, of source. Okay, Hari is referring to the energy. Krishna is referring to the energetic God source, the male. The male is the source or penetrative force. The female receives, right? So this is, this is this dynamic, this dance that's happening. And Rama means reservoir of pleasure. There is a pleasure when these forces become in yoga. Yoga means to link or to union. Yoga in its highest form is a process to linking the individual soul which we call Atma, to the super soul or the God soul, which is Paramatma, which both are sitting in the heart. So when we link these back together, then there is like, there's Rama, there's this reservoir of pleasure, there's spiritual power, there's energy, there's, you know, all kinds of great goodness. So the mantra is done in a mood. What's important about mantras like affirmations, like any other technique, is the mood in which you are cultivating while you do the mantra. This is the real piece to it that people, we can do uh, mechanically, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, or Lord, 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 or whatever, whatever, right? right. Okay. But if you do it mechanically from the mind, the platform of the mind, which is like, okay, I'm doing this, what's happening? Am I enlightened yet? enlightenment is it here no it's not here maybe i thought it was here now it's not here this is all the mind very confusing rejecting accepting that's the nature of the mind it's just accepting rejecting except right? it has no idea it's just accepting rejecting but what we need to do is cultivate the mood of the mantra and the mood is bhakti the mood is devotion or love alignment service contribution so Bhakti yoga could also look at it as love in action, like service in action, contribution, uh, creating a, a generous spirit, uh, a, a loving spirit, a kind spirit, uh, uh, developing the, the divine qualities, wealth and beauty and, and fame, but not a material, inner qualities. We have to understand them as inner qualities. As we develop those inner qualities, then we also get to see that these are the qualities of the divine, right? So these are, that's why we desire these things. It's why we desire fame and we desire beauty and we desire wealth, that the world is mad after all of these things and they don't realize that the source of those things is within them. Hmm. So we have to look within ourselves and once we find it in ourselves, it naturally becomes a reflection out here. What do you believe happens when it's all over, when our time here on earth comes to an end? Yeah, well, we transmute to another body based upon our karma. And karma can be chalked up to your deservingness and desire. 
So meaning nature has laws. Uh, and so the, these, these natural laws are governing the ecosystem. The ecosystem isn't just material. The ecosystem, think of your body. Within the body of your ecosystem, you have the material part of it, the physical body. But also you have emotions, you have thoughts, and you have some energy, spirit, consciousness, or awareness running through your body. Like you have some ability of awareness. So you could see that, that within the body, there are, there are different dimensions. So when, when, when you say all over, generally what you're talking about is you're saying all over because the body is going to be over and the mind is going to be over. But those are just, those are the, those are the material elements that always change. So there is no over, there's only transformation. Energy just moves on and takes on a new form. So whatever, what kind of form, so you go, well, what kind of form am I going to take on? How would I know? Well, how are you developing your consciousness or energy right now? If you were to die right now, your consciousness vibration, your awareness would lead you to the next experience. And you will take on a form that will deliver that experience. <laughs> Your face is like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I totally awesome. get it. Yeah. So that's what happens when we die, right? We take wow. on a new form. Amazing. Well, let me leave you with this final question. Coach Nick Pereira. Yeah. How would you like to be remembered? Oh man, the legacy question. Um, as someone, how would I like to be remembered? Jeez, so tough, you know. Um, just as as uh, someone who lived freely. Yeah, we got there. Free. You yeah, got that. There. Was it? You yeah, got that. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I see it now. I see it. The person gets up the funeral. Or whatever, you know. Nick lived free. Done. <laughs> wow. Wow, this was an absolute pleasure. I feel like we can go on and talk and talk and talk in, in all different directions. Um, I love it. I'm a fan. I'm a friend. I'm a, I'm, I'm a bro. A bromance. A, we're a bromance. <laughs> we got there. Amazing. Yeah, totally. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in, whether it's to this live broadcast or the uh, podcast in its native form on Apple, on Google, or on Spotify, wherever you consume your podcasts. Leave a review. I love reading your thoughts. We're going to do another episode not too far behind. So happy to have you joining us. Until we do it again, go get them. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>